There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dylan, I just wanted to say I have another podcast. You're cheating on me, mate. <laughs> In some ways, I'm cheating on Sine and I only like you with you, so... Just wanted to let everyone know, um, I always forget to mention it, but another podcast, it's a movie review podcast that I do with Sine, who's my partner, and also was on our Paddington episode a few few weeks back. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get amongst some really interesting discussions about the latest movies, um, that's the place to be. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Oh, that sounds very exhausted. <laughs> it was a big night watching this last night, I'll tell you what. Oh, Jesus, I'll tell you. Anyway, we'll get into it. All right. Get that theme song. Ooh. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? What was that? <laughs> that what? was you setting up that theme song, mate. It's okay. so good. I do get excited. Is it right? <laughs> Mark the man. Thank him once again. Yeah, good boy. Loving it, loving it. Now, Lonnie, what's the show normally about? Lay it on me. This is called I Miss You, Man. Normally it's about me, Lonnie, and my friend, Dylan, you. Mm. And we uh, miss each other a bit. And we decided to start this podcast so that to reconnect, we take each other on a journey each week through life, pop culture, and everything in between. Thank you very much, Lonnie. It's very concise. Thank you. Very accurate. Mm-hmm. But this week, this is part of our ongoing series, where we look into the filmography of our favourite actor, Christina Ritchie. Hey, hey, hey. Friend hey. of the show. Friend of the show. Best friend of the show, I would say. <laughs> I think so. Definitely, definitely. So what have we gone through so far? We've gone through Mermaids, gone through The Hard Way and Adam's Family, right? Yep, that's yep. right. Number four. Yeah. So with Adam's Family, uh, she's pretty much a prominent role in that. So you'd think that from now on, She's pretty much the, the main focus in all the movies we're going to see, right? Well, you'd, you'd expect that, wouldn't you? But Yeah. No! <laughs> <laughs> Back to cameos. Yep, yep. Hopefully our last one. But uh, this week we have the 1993 comedy? <laughs> Question mark? The Cemetery Club. It's, um, it's certainly a drama with some bits where you raise your eyebrows and exhale as if you were about to laugh. I don't even think I did that, to be okay. honest. I laughed a few li- times, actually. Didn't like this movie, Lonnie. Oh, well, no. <laughs> what do you reckon? Overall, I didn't mind it. As we've decided on some of these movies already, they're definitely not made for us as, <laughs> you know, 20-somethings in, in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found there were some bits to like about this movie, Dylan. You didn't think that? Nah. No, not like at all. Very much at all. No, no. I don't. Uh, I don't think it really took off at all. And I think the worst part is that it's a bit boring in parts, <laughs> and the characters weren't all very likable. No, not not, uh, not in the slightest. Except for our girl Christina. Yeah, she was good. 
and she had a bit more of a role than Hard Place, but she was in Hard one way. scene. Didn't really. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Get like it, a Hard Place. Right. This one, didn't it? <laughs> hey. nah. uh, good one. Um, but I, I kind of liked what this film was going for, like the the idea of exploring what you do after your husband dies or your life partner passes away. Like, yeah. you still got lots of life to live. What do you do? I, I thought that was an interesting concept, but as I said, I think the film was a little bit boring in parts. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, for those who aren't familiar with the plot of Cemetery Club. Oh, yeah, spoiler Jesus. alert, sorry. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. It's basically about these uh, three best friends who are also all widows for this one. bit depressing, but, mm. you know, is what it is. Um, and, yeah, it's just them basically trying to live their lives after their, their soulmates have passed, basically. Yeah. It's a bit sad in that respect, isn't it? I mean, just conceptually, it's it's already sad. So mm. going into the comedy straight off the bat, eh, mm. bit much, bit much. Um, but, I mean, the movie starts off with probably about 10 minutes or so with them and their husbands for this one. Yeah, it was a nice little prologue. Yeah. I actually liked the, the rapport between them and the husbands in the mm. beginning. So, like, uh, Shane, they weren't in the rest of the movie. Eh? Dylan, <laughs> were you on edge that whole opening sequence? Because all I knew... <laughs> All I knew about the film was that it's about, you know, widows who meet up and, and talk about their husbands who passed away. Yeah. And then the husbands are there in the opening scene. And yeah. for some reason, I thought they might have died all at the same time. <laughs> like a car crash or a something. A car crash or like a fight or like something. I don't, yeah, a car Jeez. crash, I guess, is the main, main reason. Car so crash, that, I could see, because all the husbands are in the front seat together. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like mm. making jokes about how this car is big enough for all six of us or something. Well, I was like. <laughs> Because, like, that could be a way they're all, you know, they're best friends, but also they're linked because their husbands all died at the same time. But, mm. um, no, it was just uh, natural causes separately. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, so I think we got uh, Esther, Lucille, and who's the other one? Doris, I believe? Doris, yeah. Yes, yes. Doris is the bitch one. I think Doris and Lucille are both bitches. <laughs> I don't mean that like a, a gendered way. I just mean they're just nasty people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it says it's a, a movie about lifelong friends, Lonnie. Yeah, they're always fighting each other, Dylan. Exactly. They're so mean. Yeah. So rough and mean to each other. Like every exchange. Like even, spoil alert, there's a conversation between them, like playing over the end credits. Mm. That's an argument too. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be, you know, they bicker but they love each other sort of thing. I just like... Mm -hmm. If, if I had a friend who spoke to me like that, I'd just never, I wouldn't be the friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. I'll, I'll put my foot down. Jeez. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I mean, the main premise is that they meet weekly to go to the husband's graves and basically like pay their respects, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Only do that once though, don't they? Well, Dylan, that is true. <laughs> However, there was a great line that was very familiar, very um, similar to the best line of Suicide Squad. Did you pick up on this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what are we, some kind of Suicide Squad? What are we, some kind of cemetery club? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I um, laughed at that. I, that wasn't supposed to be a joke, I don't know, but I, I did think that was pretty hilarious. Oh, it's just such a shoehorn way to just get the, the name title. of the movie in. I think the exact line was, I refuse to be a part of this, this cemetery club. Like, yeah, fuck off. The three of the members are... A dead or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. What else? Yeah, Some no. kind of cemetery club. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. 
Awful. <laughs> but um, another line I like, mm. sometimes life is hell, sometimes it's a bummer. Bad yeah. line. I was distracted in that scene. I, I agree with you for sure. Because Christina turns up, and I forgot she was in it because all week we've been speaking about watching this movie, and I kind of forgot why we're watching it. We just had to watch it, you know. <laughs> I mean, all few weeks, I think we've been putting, we've been putting it up. <laughs> <laughs> we really did want to watch this. Uh, and then Christina turns up. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's nice that's why we're here. Yeah. That's why I bought my ticket. That's why I rented this for five dollars. Did you do five dollars? I think I did four dollars. I didn't do HD on oh, YouTube. Bullshit. No, I did HD, mate. I need oh. to see. Uh, need to see all the glory of the Cemetery Club. Um, Every pixel I can see. Yeah. Want to absorb need... it all. Um, yes, that was, that was a bad line, though. It's a bummer. And they, they're like they're lampshaded by by the other character calling it out. I was like, oh, just just be, move on. Be better. Just leave. Yeah. yeah. But um, now there's also a scene where they're like, I, I just want to ask you this because I didn't know what was happening. They're like at the bank or something. And like cashing mm. in bonds, mm. what what are bonds? Ooh, that's a good question, John. I oh, see so you didn't know what was happening. No, yeah, fair I enough. think I think bonds they're like shares. I don't know. Ah, okay. I, I okay. think it's like you invest in the bond, you like kind of like a share sort of thing, and then you can cash it out at some point. And I'm guessing what was happening there is their husbands had had bonds their whole life, and they were they've been given to them, and they were like, "Oh, do we cash it out now?" To get the money, or do we keep it and might, you know, create more mm. money and like interest or whatever? I think okay. that was going on. I thought they were like war bonds because that was in like Captain America one where he was selling war bonds on the <laughs> road. It could be no, I don't know. Great scene, <laughs> better movie. So we can't know. talk about Captain America, Dylan. We've got to talk about Cemetery Club. Oh, for fuck's sake, I don't want to. <laughs> well, should I take you through some of my notes? Yeah, go on. Um, I know you probably have some more as well. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, okay, first of all, when just before the bummer scene and before Christina's appearance, which brightened up that scene tremendously for me. Oh, mate, got so excited. Um, they're, they're sitting there and they're like, they're at the wake, they're, they're sitting shiver, which is um, what you do yeah. after the funeral. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think it might have been the, the sex plot one. I can't remember her name. <laughs> Not Doris, the other one. Lucille. Oh, the one, the one that. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were talking about the one that gets married all the time. No, she was kind of interesting. I didn't like yeah, her at first, but her, then actually. she was actually kind of cool towards the end. And she said uh, she's an old lady. She looks like thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> anyway, they're they're looking through the crowd and they're like, "Oh, who's that looker?" And look over. And they're pointing out like a hot guy at the at the wake. A regular oh, old yeah, man. The, it's a regular yeah, old man, Dylan. He's not a looker. The rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Come on. Like, um, at least make him a silver fox who's like a George Clooney or something ooh. like that if you're going to have an older guy who's hot. He was oh, just right. a regular, not not very attractive, not very ugly, just an old man. And what was the point of that? Because there was no relationship formed with this old man or anything like that. No. It was just... She like... loves to have sex, I think, was the idea. Oh, okay. But does she? We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's Lucille. You're mm. talking about. Mm-hmm. Lucille's a scumbag. <laughs> no, I don't like to call old ladies scumbags. Um, but yeah. Lucille, and for that matter, Doris. Yeah. We touched on this before. They're shit friends to they Esther. Really, yeah. Esther is quite interesting. I liked Esther. She had a yes. sort of a quiet 
presence about her, and I could see she was actually trying to deal with her problems and live her life and be a good grandma mm-hmm. to her granddaughter. Yep. The other two, awful. Yeah, awful, awful. As we said before, they just fight all the time. They're just, yeah, rude and mean to each other. It's it's nonstop. It really is. And, like, we can just talk freely, I suppose, because people who've watched this, listening to this, have either listened to or already seen 75 or don't care. Or don't care, yeah. <laughs> they, um, later on, they just go fuck up her life. So like yeah, going, pretty much. Go and yeah. annoy your boyfriend enough until he just leaves, yeah. Yeah, yeah, awful, awful. Yeah. Hated it. And another note I want to touch on, Lonnie, mm. lots of creepy old men in this movie. So many, dog. <laughs> so many. There's a scene, like, just after the unveiling of Esther's husband's grave, Stone, mm-hmm. for that one, a guy buys a drink for her. And apparently he does this for all the widows in town, tries to hit on them. Yeah. Right after their unveiling. I mean, at least I think he had to wait a year for that because they have a year of mourning before the they have another ceremony. But he waited. Yeah, that's respectful to wait a year. But then straight away, like yeah, he's counting down. How does he know? I, I the only way I can partially justify it is from what I could tell. It's kind of like a a Jewish community for that mm. sort of thing, and that's like a, a kind of tradition is the unveiling, like the mourning yeah. of a year, and then you're yeah. supposed to move on that sort yeah. of thing. So I guess he's just taking advantage of that. Yeah, still not on though, mate. And also oh. talk to them. Ask how they are. Be friends with them. Don't just be sent a drink over and they're raising your eyebrows. Yeah, apparently he's a rich guy and that's something mm. he thinks that's enough. Mm. Scaseful. And then there's another scene when Lucille and Esther go away to a singles weekend mm-hmm. and they're walking in. A guy literally grabs Esther as she's walking past and says, <laughs> let the games begin. Oh, I hate that guy. I wrote, I wrote that down too, Dylan. Absolute creep, wasn't he? <laughs> Absolutely no. crazy. Uh, yeah, and then they just meet two dickheads at the singles weekend too. Who won't stop talking about their toupee. <laughs> and how real they look. They don't, do they? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, it's just a movie filled with awful people. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I guess the point, like we're supposed to be on Esther's side and so she's experiencing this and, and not enjoying it. Mm. But And then she meets um, Ben, who we'll get into who is mm. a bit nicer than those guys and is a regular Somewhat. person. Somewhat. Um, oh, another creepy guy. Yeah? <laughs> the yeah. waiter. Oh, the, my God. Fuck that waiter. <laughs> He's such a dickhead. He, like, tells a joke and then because Doris doesn't get it, he's just like, <laughs> you're the problem, yeah. <laughs> not my joke. Oh, this, did you did I imagine this? Did this actually happen where he told a joke, she didn't get it, so he, like... <laughs> he slaps his cheek and does his eyebrows and then <laughs> I had that exact note down Ugh. as well. And not only did he tell a joke she didn't get it, he told a joke about a lady's husband dying. Yeah. Know your audience, mate. Ugh. I mean and oof. just insensitive. And yeah, as you said, when she didn't get it, he just like grabs his face, slaps himself. What a freak. <laughs> I, I did not get that. Like that's Looney Tune style like cartoon, isn't it? In uh, real yeah, life. I think Oh. Might have been a reference to like the Three Stooges, possibly. But oh, okay. Hmm. Where does he jump from a joke not landing to Three Stooges? Uh, yeah, I'll, like again, I wouldn't be going back to that cafe or deli, would I? You know, it's just it's only place they go to, though. So yeah, apparently. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's awful people. But we mentioned before you touched on it. Good chunk of this movie, it's about Esther forming a relationship with another a widower named Ben. Mm. Uh, Danny Elio? I'm not sure how to say his last name. 
Ah, okay. He's Thank famously you. in Do the Right Thing. Have you seen that, Dylan? No. Spike Lee's first movie. Really good. Really uh, very interesting movie. Okay. Sure. Okay. What's it about? Uh, it's like sitting the hottest day of summer and racial tensions sort of boil over in New York. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's part of the, you know, like run the pizzeria by the Italian mm. community and there's black community and, yeah, things. The question remains, Dylan, how do you do the right thing? Oh, who else is in it? I think Spike Lee's in it. Um, Himself, Sammy Wells in it. Oh, nice. Um, Giancarlo Espirito. Oh, yeah. hello, my boy. Get get amongst it. Oh, definitely. A little Elliot, get amongst it for the little, little mini. Get amongst it. <laughs> little snack size. Get amongst it. I love it. Uh, so let's keep talking about do the right thing. Um, no. no. <laughs> asking me questions. <laughs> He's good in it. Put it that way. <sighs> Is he good in this? That's the real question. No? Uh, no he's okay. It's just the character's a bit all over the place. I, I wasn't a huge fan of his character. And I kind of didn't mind the idea of older couple who were both um, widowed getting in a relationship and then working through their issues together. Yeah, they're both, finding comfort in each other's company. Yeah, yeah. but also like they love, they love their, their deceased partner. Like that was interesting to me. Yeah. I just kind of like... Wanted him to back off a bit because she was clearly saying no a lot. At the start, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, but then is it like a symptom of this movie? Like kind of like other things we're seeing already in these older movies. It's like the movie doesn't realise that that's not on. Yeah. Like when she's like, to, he's like yeah. asked her to, to drive her home. She's like, oh, no. And very, very clearly says no several times. They get a taxi, then he just pulls up, and it's his taxi. And then she's like, "Oh, okay, then." I'm like, no, get out. <laughs> Not okay then. <laughs> He's following you around, lady, and now he knows yeah. where you live and where your granddaughter lives. Yeah, that was like the only good point uh, Lucille and uh, Doris made. Like, you invited mm. a strange man into your house. Yeah, like, and he he pushed it enough to drive her home, and then he was like, "Oh, how about I come in and you can, you know, for a coffee, coffee?" <laughs> yeah, it's just like. Red flags, off, mate. Yeah, red flags alert there. Yeah, not on, not on. But it's very, uh, very uh, Sean Connery, James Bond, just pushing, pushing, pushing. Fifty no's and a yes is still a yes. Yeah, that's I don't the, think so. That's, hey. that's the James Bond motto. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, not on, not on. Um, but then, as their relationship sort of went on, and I, I realised that she was okay with it, I was kind of invested in that storyline. I think. Yeah. If, if if I was making this movie, Dylan, which mm. I wouldn't remake, uh, and I didn't, here we go. I would just make it about them. I wouldn't really have the friends as as such a big part, to be honest. Yeah, okay, I can see that. I can see that. Make Ben a bit more likable. Yeah. Well, yeah, and maybe have a bit more of his story as well. Just oh yeah, definitely. Because it's yeah. very much framed. He's only there in relation to them. Like maybe to help make her it a, move on. Yeah, sort of make it more of a yeah. dual protagonist sort of thing. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But I mean. We skipped over this, though. She first meets him at the cemetery. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just getting into this massive fight with oh. the cemetery cleaner. And, uh, yeah, they just, like, go at it. The cemetery cleaner bites his leg. It's a pretty vicious fight. Like, bad sign right off the bat to not even get involved with this man. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. It wasn't, he wasn't even, like, like, he was doing it for his, because his wife's grave site was... Had rubbish like, on it. Rubbish on it. Thing. But... I don't know. He wasn't like he was defending himself. He was the aggressor. So Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, it's not a good sign at all. No, no. But uh, anyway, uh, he's pushy, and uh, but they eventually form a relationship and they make love, Lonnie. Well, before they make love, Dylan, well, <laughs> we'll get to that for sure. <laughs> they start making out, macking out, if you will, on the couch. And then uh, Christina comes down, a bit of a cock block. Oh, you that's might all say. right, <laughs> She couldn't sleep, Lonnie. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's probably hearing all the noises downstairs. She's like, Grandma, what are you doing? <laughs> Didn't like the line before they go into the hotel. That whole rigmarole is very weird to me. Just mm. go in the hotel. No one cares, you know? Uh, it, uh, I mean, I get it. It's like a small town. People talk, I guess. Mm. I guess. But his line... <laughs> Like, she's worried about, you know, what people might say is like, it's the 90s. If anyone gets curious with you, tell them to fuck off. Is that how the 90s worked? That okay. was the 90s, Dylan. Was it? We we, we don't even realise because we grew up in the 90s, so we just, that's how we live our lives. But before then, you couldn't tell anyone to fuck off. Apparently. Yeah. And then he doesn't even do it. He's a hypocrite. Yeah, dick. <laughs> okay, you want to get into Speaking the... of dicks. What <laughs> <laughs> are you best, Dylan? Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, he's having a little bit of trouble getting a getting a rubber on, Lonnie. Yeah, didn't like that scene. <laughs> no, I'm glad it was in the dark and we didn't see anything. Oh yeah, but it was in, un- like I, I kind of didn't like that. Unexpected, put it that way. And I didn't like how once the condom's on, like the sentimental strings just kick in straight away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's good to go after Yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> but as, as a scene where it's like, you know, they're having to navigate this sort of thing, and it was quite sweet when they, you know, before they get naked, they um, explain about their like scars, they and scars and stuff like that. Mm. That felt very realistic and, and quite sweet to me. Yeah, I did like that part, yeah. But I, but I yeah. probably could have done without the condom scene, not because, like, old people are icky or anything. I just, like... Oh, it's just weird in just general. Weird. Just a weird scene, yeah. Just didn't need to see, like, you could hear, like, the rubber moving around him going, oh, ow, oh, oh. Yeah, didn't yeah. like that. <laughs> Not on. But, yeah, that anyway, they have sex. They <laughs> do. And then he tries to ditch her the next morning. Yeah, and never really fully explains what's going on, does it? Which I think, as I said, maybe you have more of him if you were making this a better movie. Mm. What was going on there for him, do you reckon? I mean, he said he had to be somewhere. Um, mm. I don't know. Maybe he was just freaking out. Had some like, uh, maybe some guilt about, uh, mm. you know, him sleeping with another woman after his wife died. Because he says early in the movie to one of his mates at the gym, like she was the one. No one's going to yeah. replace her. That yeah. sort of thing. So obviously, he loved her very much. Yeah. This is me reading between the lines, though. This is never explained in the movie. No, that's the impression I got. But <clears throat> would have been nice if he explained this at some point to her. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. But, uh, yeah, it's a bit of, bit of hijinks and shit with the ladies uh, going to his apartment. I love his red robe. <laughs> Bit of a player, yeah. That's what that robe spoke to, yeah. That's what that's what that signified for sure. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's, and they're like uh, telling him to like you know take it slow. She could crack at any minute. Like have, have some faith, first of all, ladies, and your friend, Jesus. Yeah. So again, second of all, not your business. Well, he did well, say that exactly right. And again, reading through the, between the lines, there, do you think yeah. they would? They were mainly just jealous, weren't they? That she was moving oh. on, and yeah. I mean, if that's true, that's very harsh. I don't like that. <laughs> well, they're, they're mad that she's moving on and she's got the guy and... I mean, I guess so. It's... Yeah, you know. Again, shitty friends. They're not yeah, good. Just, just shitty friends. Yeah. But Lonnie, this is called the Christina Chronicles, so let's talk about Christina for okay. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. She's in the movie. She definitely has a part. Yep. She's in it more than the hard way. For sure. Three scenes? I think... Ooh, yeah, three scenes that I can think of. Uh, four if we count when she cock blocks. Oh, yeah. The nice scene with the playing piano was good. Mm. Did you think, was that her voice singing though? I, don't, <laughs> I didn't think I, so. It was, it was either not her voice or it was 80 yard afterwards. Yeah, definitely. it might have been recorded later for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's definitely something off in that. But, yeah. but that's all right. But before that, it was, um, she's, very nat- she's a very natural actor, mm. like Christina. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's very natural with her interaction with the grandma Esther and that sort of thing. So I did like that scene. I um, I quite liked the scene where they met at the um, music store, and like he makes a joke about cats and nine lives, and you could see like it seemed like very genuine her reaction to that. Like, mm. yeah, she's only got a small part, but she's um, giving it her all. Makes the most of it. Mm. And what she gets, it's no small parts, only small actors. On exactly. It. Exactly. Yeah. So Doris dies at the end. Um. Yeah. Why? Well, I thought she'd like shot herself or something when she <laughs> came in. Okay, I don't know why I'm going straight for the the harshest, most dire circumstances. Yeah. But she's having a heart attack. Is that what we the impression we yeah. got? Yeah. 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 Okay. Where's the ambulances? Yeah. Like she called them. Yeah. Didn't and then up. she went off to make dinner, and they're still not there. Yeah, and then. Yeah, that was, I could see it coming that she'd come back in the room and she'd be of course keel over, sure. <laughs> um, but like, what what did it add? What was the point of it? What, why? I didn't. <laughs> I guess like you could have <laughs> people die. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we get that <laughs> from the premise of the movie. Yeah, I I kind of feel Doris is probably better off. Like, I don't mean that in. I guess I mean that in a harsh way. But she wasn't living life, was she? She wasn't having a good time. Oh, no. She was very obsessed with her her husband. Like, she was the one that wants to go the most to the graveyard out of all of them. Mm. Or the cemetery, if you will. Yeah, and that that gives um, Lucille, who never wanted to speak to anyone who was dead, then if she goes and sees Doris. Like, that was a 
kind of a nice moment, I suppose. But yeah, yeah it kind of felt like it was out of nowhere. Like maybe if they'd set up a little bit earlier that she was sick or something. Yeah, maybe. but it's just like, yeah, no, nah, she's having a heart attack. And also, why, why does she call Lucille when she's having a heart attack? Call the mm. fucking ambulance. Yeah, love. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Anyway, she deserved it. Um, yeah. She's a horrible person, so that's what she gets. Yeah, as I said, not, not many characters likable apart from Esther and Jessica, Christina. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Remembered her name. That's Donya. We've <laughs> <laughs> um, got a few stray thoughts, Dylan. I don't know if you're oh, yeah. going to get into them. Then we'll talk a little bit about some reviews we've read. Oh, fire away, son. Um, Wallace Sean, always great. Yes, yes. And, you know, I, I do have a note here. Christina got billing over Wallace Sean. I find that interesting. Yeah, I think she would have been established enough as an actor, wouldn't he, back then? Yeah, Princess Bride was after this. Uh, was before this, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, true. Yeah. So, yeah, she must have a really good agent, old Christina. I think, yeah, coming off that um, Adam's Family buzz, maybe they were like, let's mm, bump her up. Definitely, definitely. Because um, I have a feeling this is probably filmed either before or at the same time as Adam's Family. Although this is 93 and that was um, 91, wasn't it? So it must have been a bit later, yeah. Mm, she seemed a bit older, didn't she? Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But, yeah, no, it's good stuff. Good on her. Mm. I mean, she was in it more than Wallace Shawn, but, again, I thought Star Power might override that. But, yeah. yeah, here's what it is. Um, don't see him that much anymore, do you, Wallace Shawn? No, he's mostly voice work now, mm. uh, Wallace Shawn. Mm. He was in a goofy movie. Banger. No good. <laughs> <laughs> I Just sure. straight thought. Dylan, there are many scenes in this film. Mm. Well, a couple, at least one scene where she's only yeah. Drive. There's a few scenes in this film. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. You got me there. Okay. <laughs> um, he teaches her to drive, right? And then there's other scenes about the car and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then she just starts driving. Does she get a license? Does she just start no. driving around? All of a sudden, she can drive. What's what's the deal? I uh, I mean, it might have been a situation where she has a license. Oh no, she's never learned to drive at all, has mm. she? Like she doesn't mention that it was a long. It's been a yeah, long time I mean, or anything. Must like have that. happened off screen, I guess, because she's driving at the end. Because she drives over to. Well, see. she's just an irresponsible old lady. Yeah. Was she care? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter at all to the plot or anything. It's just like. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's more of a character thing. Like she's learning. Yeah. To do things for herself, exactly. I guess. Mm. But it could have been one in one line. She could have just been like, oh, "I got my license yesterday." I don't you know. Mm. She could have told Ben that. They could have bonded over that. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, he kind of cheats on her, doesn't he? I mean, not really. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the Ross from Friends. They were on a break. <laughs> well, they just they couldn't, they wouldn't, or couldn't talk about what they were going through. So of course they sort of splintered away. That's what I sort of got the impression. Mm, Again, yeah. one conversation, she should have been like, or he could have been like, "Hey, sorry about the other day. I was just feeling weird because of my dead wife." And she'd be like, "I was feeling weird too. So let's just move on." Yeah. But nah. 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 Gotta gotta milk that drama, mate. Yeah, the relationship drama. And then he, she ruins a wedding because of it. Well, yeah, yeah. Come on, lady. And then at the funeral at the end, yeah, of um, of Doris. Doris yeah, yeah. He just turns up like, mate, that's it's a bold move to turn up to like ex girlfriend's best friend's funeral. Yeah, like emotions are running high. Yeah. Like, probably not the best time to get back into someone else's life. You Send know. a card, maybe. Ring up the week later. Send and flowers. Like, yeah, yeah. Send flowers. That's right. And then she shuts the door on him. And I was like, oh, she can't open it? No, no. She shuts the door. That's that. The story's over. And then he just turns up again at the end at the music store. I'm like, mate. Yeah. 
He's a pushy creep. We know this. She's, she's given you lots of signs here that it's not on. But it is on, Monty. Well, if you keep asking, on. I guess it can be on again, but <laughs> no, don't. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we find out also at the funeral that Luce Eel, she comes off as a bit of a player through yeah. the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Turns out she hasn't been with another man since her husband died. Mm. Okay. Sure. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess throwing some vulnerability for the character right at the very end, I guess. Why yeah, not? light and shade, I guess. Yeah, I didn't. Bad movie. Yeah, not a, not a world class one. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about cemeteries, Dylan. Okay, sure. Do you yeah. like cemeteries? I mean, no. No. What? Who does, really? Well, I do, Dylan. I think they're kind of cool places. I don't. Weird. Do you ever just go hang out in a cemetery? No. Weird. Again, what is happening here? (laughs) You're creep? They're kind of peaceful, Dylan. I mean, inherently, I guess, because no one wants to be there. Mm. But, you know. Mm. I'm not saying just, like, go for a walk around a cemetery. I'm just like, you know. That's (laughs) kind of what you said. No, I... I... Do you ever hang out in a cemetery? That's what you said. (laughs) I don't go hang out in a cemetery, but I, I, I don't mind going to you know see my my grandparents and just checking on the on the graveside stuff. I don't get into a fight like, <laughs> like fighting and ben. biting like Ben does. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you know, obviously they can be quite sad and depressing, but also they can be quite peaceful. And if you're going to see someone that you miss, it's quite nice. But yeah, I don't ever talk to the to gravesites. Have you ever done that, Dylan? No, um, no, no, don't, yeah, no. No, not all. I think it's only something people do in movies, really, hey? Oh, I don't want to say that you shouldn't be doing it. It's just something I... That's not how I deal with grief. No, I I think... Well, it's a very... It's a a visual, physical thing you can do in a movie. You can, you know, express your feelings about the person who's died. But I kind of feel, yeah, if I'm at a gravesite, I can think those things. I don't have to verbalise them. But if you want to verbalise them, that's all right. Yeah, exactly. You do you. Um, I was thinking... You know, I've got a quote here, Dylan. Mm. Louis C.K., shitty bloke, sexual deviant. Oh. However, there yeah. was something I remember in one of his stand-up shows that kind of fits to this um, movie. Mm-hmm. You heard his, his line about, you know, if you fall in love with someone and get married, best case scenario, you die first. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. That? yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, they die. You know, you got to live with them afterwards. Best case scenario for you is that you die first and then, you know, you're dead. Don't have to worry about it afterwards. Yeah. Um, and then, the, yeah, as I said, these these women have to deal with life after, which um, means some of them don't deal with it, as we see. Yeah, like uh, Doris. <laughs> I think you can actually draw comparisons between The Cemetery Club and the other films we've watched for The Christina Chronicles, Dylan. Can we? Yeah, well. How so? Well, mermaids. There was a tough older bloke who's got a bit, is a bit rough with the heart of gold. Comes oh, into their life. Love Hoskins. R.I.P. Yeah, uh, it's about the love life of an older woman. I mean, sure, oh, wasn't that old, but harsh. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, he's a, a former cop, and there were cops in the hard way. Wait, was he a former cop? Was he? Yeah. Ben oh, was. Okay. You meant? Oh, I that. thought you meant. I thought you meant Bob Hoskins. Oh, sorry. No, in the hard way. Cops. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and Adam's family, they're all freaks, so... Oh, 
Matter of view. Matter of point of view, Lonnie. <laughs> Some of the other blokes are freaks. So those guys with the toupees could have walked in down his family. You wouldn't blink an eye, would you? I suppose not, yeah. <laughs> I think it works. I think, I think it's the, there's a through line here, Dylan. Well, I mean, apart from Christina Ritchie, I think that's really much the only through line. Okay. But, you know, well, well, you well. Want, if you want to draw comparisons that aren't there between this shit movie and the other ones we've watched, <laughs> you know, you feel free, Lonnie. But fuck this movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> nah, it's it's not terrible. Well, it is, but you know, it it wasn't as bad as like like we've been trading this one a little bit because it, it's just not because we were wanted to hate or anything. It's just like not our sort of thing at all. You know. Oh yeah, found nothing appealing in the the plot or the look of it. Yeah. I said to you, I watched the trailer and I thought, no, I'm less keen now. <laughs> yeah. Not not good when a trailer does that for you, is it? And when it doesn't have Christina in it. Because yeah. then we knew she wouldn't be in it much. Yeah, well, soon enough, I think she's going to be the main attraction for these movies. So, Ooh, looking forward to it. Hero of Color City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the director. Did you, did you read about the director at all, Dylan? Uh, was it Bill Dukes? Is Bill, that... Bill Duke, yeah. Of, he's in Commando and Predator and lots of other action movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's Great also X Men um, Last Stand. He played Trask. Ooh. Oh, no. You remember Trask goes from. Being Bill Duke to being Peter Dinklage in the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This thing called plastic surgery, Lonnie. Okay. Maybe you haven't heard of it before, but well, you know. The timelines are all a bit funky in those movies, so, you know. Oh, yeah. They're done anyway, aren't they? Yeah. You don't have to worry about them anymore. Oh, I didn't know he was the director, um, but also I didn't know this film existed before he did the Christina Chronicles, so, you know. So, two surprises. Yeah. And the, the, the writer... Ivan mm. Manchel, um, mm. he's a play on Broadway first before it became this movie. And did you kind of feel like it was a bit play-like at all in parts? No. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, he's hitting a few other things in The Nanny in the 90s. He was on The Nanny, like a oh. writer, The Nanny. The Nanny. Oh. <laughs> Have I said The Nanny enough? Oh, The Nanny? Wait, The Nanny. The Nanny. The nanny? Giles? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the nanny wasn't that popular in the US? Apparently, you can't get it. It's banger. Well, I know it was popular here. Well, it was popular with me and mum. Yeah, all the time. I think like it was obviously popular enough to have multiple seasons and whatever in the US, but like it's yeah. got some sort of it's got cultural relevance still in Australia in some parts. I think because it was on TV so much, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact: I used to do a, a banging Fran Drescher impression in high school. You used to. You can still yeah. pull it out, surely. Nah, I don't think so. It's it's been too long. I think I've heard you say it's poor, actually. <laughs> it's probably I was proud of it at one point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, maybe you can if you want to hear that, you can write in and we'll get Dylan to do a special. Um, if if we get uh, ten five star reviews, I'll, I'll do it. Okay, that sounds pretty good to me. We've got five so far, so. Well, really? Do you want do you want ten more or just ten all up? Ten all up. Let's be fair. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay, it's happening then, isn't it? Something to look forward to, Pete. <laughs> It'll be bad, but that's all right. Well, you got time to practice it up then. too much now. <laughs> Did you see any reviews of this film, Dylan, as we sort of wrap it up? <laughs> I I tried. Okay. I, I saw our boy, a friend of the show, Roger Ebert's review. Mm-hmm. Um, looked up Rotten Tomatoes. There wasn't very many on there. Mm-hmm. One of them was his. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, looked up fan Reviews. There wasn't really much there. There was one scathing review. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't want to read it. It's like too. It's that harsh. Is that Malcolm Johnson from the Heart Food 
Tarant? Because I've got I've got a quote from him. No, it's a it's an audience one. Oh yeah. right, okay, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, it's very rough, but that's all right. Anyway, what do you what do you got, mate? Well, it's it's got fifty seven percent Rotten Tomatoes, which is not great. Not a great. I don't think that's not fresh. Is it? Isn't fresh sixty or sixty five? I don't know. Oh, I thought it was over fifty. It was oh, fresh. It I don't know. So it's just okay, pretty okay. much. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's probably fair enough. Yeah. Um, Roger said things. I think probably again. I I tend to agree with Roger on most movies. So mm, you and Roger, mate, <laughs> get a room. Roger said, "Tough oh, Roger." <laughs> Sometimes at the movies, I get the impression that Hollywood love stories, but sorry, that, that Hollywood love stories are all about people too young to get a driver's license. Um, quick point, Roger. She did have a driver's <laughs> license, but she's old enough to, and she got it or didn't just drove unlicensed. Not the point of this we'll movie. Never know. Anyway. We'll never know. Here is a film that opens for a whole range of possibilities for older characters, and as Burston, Dukakis, and Ladd plot their strategies and exchange their hopes and fears, it's refreshing to know they realise that love is much more complicated than most lovers ever dream. Isn't that quite nice, Dylan? Fuck this movie. <laughs> well, if that's what you think, I've got that quote from Malcolm Johnson of the Hartford Current. Okay. Durant, I don't know how to say that. The best that can be said for, the, for his direction, this is of Bill Duke, yeah, is yeah. that it keeps things moving along with only a few really embarrassing moments. Condom scene, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. 100%. Maybe another director could have exhumed the cemetery club. Duke oh. just lowers it carefully into its tomb. Oh, harsh. Pretty harsh. Yeah, nah, that's not the one I was talking about. It's scathing. I'll, I'll read you some okay. of the better bits of this one. <laughs> this is from uh, Elaine on Rotten Tomatoes. She's given it half a star. Ooh. Uh, people who make films like this should be shot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Don't think uh, what else did she say? She did mention that the only reason she bought it was for Christina Ritchie. Okay, well, she's part of the part of our club then, surely. This next part does not reflect the views of I Miss You Man in any way. Okay. Uh, it's not enough watching three pathetic old bitch widows whinging about their long dead husbands. Very harsh. Ooh. Oh, no, I wouldn't go that far at all. I thought... Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, she says she bought it just for Christina Ritchie, mm. which is why we bought it, so, yeah. Seems like that's the only appeal of this movie, though. Isn't that funny? Because, as I mentioned to you, like, the three main actresses are all Oscar winners and were very popular in their day, but now it's only known as an early film of Christina Ritchie, at least to us. That's That's very strange, isn't it? Yeah, time, Dylan. Yeah. Time. Yes, uh, cream rises to the top. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Over time. Yeah. But yeah, the Cemetery Club, worst one so far. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, definitely. If we had to compare, say what them. you will about Mermaids and the Hard Way. I quite like those movies. Okay. Yeah, and you watched them twice, didn't you? Did you watch this one twice? To... Nope. Okay. <laughs> no way. I think it's only way up from here, Dylan. Only ways up. So. I think so. I think so. But uh, so, what do we got next? Adam's Family Values, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Maybe, I think yeah. Casper, maybe after that. So. Oh. Bang. Maybe and there's some other Casper. ones after, in between, perhaps. So yeah. Okay. Well, okay. the good well, stuff. We'll see what happens. See what happens. Yeah, I used to love Casper. I used to watch it all the time when I was little. I haven't watched it for years, so we'll see if it holds up in my memory. Yeah. Probably not, right? Well. It's gonna be better than this one, surely. Oh. 
rough. But yeah, probably. They should be shot. That's just. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Disgraceful. As yeah. I said, does not reflect the views of us. So. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, Adam's family values is next. And then Casper. Very nice. All right, I've got the old one-two punch then. Oh, a couple bangers in a row. I hope. I haven't <laughs> seen Adam's family values, but I've heard good things. Mm, I think it's supposed to be better than the first one, which is pretty good. So. Yeah. Then after that, we got Now and Then, then Gold Diggers, The Secret of Bear Mountain. I'm worried about those two. So. <laughs> anyway, we'll see how we go. See how we go. Dylan. Yes. Is it true that you and I are on socials? No. What about the show? Oh. Yeah, we're we're on the socials. <laughs> Good bit. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do that again or do you can go with that one? Let's go with that one. That's fine. Oh, um, God so damn it. Okay. It'd be good if you could give us a like or a follow on all the social media platforms that we're on. Facebook, yeah, I- Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, everything. Five-star reviews only. Thank you. That'd be great. Yeah, give us a review and a, and a five-star um, rating, and then, um, buddy hell, Dylan's going to give you his friend. Uh, I'll see how I go. I'll start practicing in the shower. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, until next time, Dylan. Yeah. I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. Bit far, mate. Well, it's just a little peck on the cheek, that one. Okay. Good you to know, clarify appreciate that. appreciate it. Yeah. Why oh. are you making it weird? Well, just like... Just like a mm, respect, you know. Okay, all right. Like kissing the fingers to the lips, mm, raise it to the sky. Love okay, you. that's good. Explain it too much. That's better than... Yeah. than let's end the show. What like, do you think was happening? I, I didn't know, Dylan. You're a disgrace, Lonnie. You're a... No. Yeah, go on. Okay. <laughs> too much. This next part does not reflect the views of I Miss You Man in any way. Ow. Ooh. Ooh. Ow. Ooh. Ooh. Ow. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.